Welcome to In the Trenches, a weekly podcast series dedicated to entrepreneurial leadership, the principles and values that define and develop it, as well as actionable steps that you can take to immediately lead your team to victory. Good afternoon, this is Eric LeClaire with Push Press, and we are continuing our In the Trenches leadership series and uh, I'm super thrilled to have an old friend on. And what I mean by old friend, I mean someone that I got a chance to work with in the level method. And Damon stood out to me, uh, not only as a charismatic coach and uh, competent athletic develop, uh, development coach, but more importantly, his care and his compassion for both his clients and his staff development. So I've got a chance to watch him grow, uh, not only as a business owner and as a coach, but I've seen him branch out and do a couple of very, um, initiative-driven ideas, and so hopefully we'll cover some of those things today. Damon, if you'd like to introduce yourself, welcome. Oh, well, thanks for having me, Eric. Um, I appreciate it. It's, a, it's an honor to be on, and uh, you know, it's, a, it's an honor for you to think of me in that way. So Athletic Asylum, we're here in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, the gym started in 2013, and I started working out here in 2016. A quick transition from you know just an athlete to a coach from coach to manager, and then manager to owner. We're at around 125 members uh, before the, the COVID-19 pandemic thing hit. Majority of people that you know have lost their jobs have just asked to go on hold until until this thing is over. So that's the kind of size of the gym we're at. We're, we have okay. about a 5,500 square foot warehouse. Okay. So, yeah. Talk to me a little bit about your staff the folks that you have working on behalf of you, for you as coaches, maybe as interns. Let's okay. walk through that for those that don't know you. All right. Yeah. So there's, you know, I have two main coaches are uh, full-time and Kristen and Tara, both Kristen and Tara kind of share in the operations side of things. Um, okay. And then I also have four other coaches uh, aside from them um, that are just, you know, strictly part-time. They all have full-time gigs. You directly, um, focus on their staff development as far as certifications, hours worked, um, education, like consuming education. Do you oversee any of that or do you let them kind of develop how they see fit? Um, so a lot of, a lot of them are very like, uh, intrinsically motivated. Um, and I like that whatever, you know, certifications they want to do, the gym will pay for it. Um, if, if we have it, if we have the funds available and we can work something out of, you know, paying that back, um, over time, works okay now do you have a uh, both for the company um and for to you know the inspiration for your coaches do you have a working definition of leadership or a set of principles or company values that you've tried to uh hold as your charter or as your standard that you, you want your coaches to emulate yeah um i believe in leading you know leading from the front leading the way um walk the walk, talk the talk, you know, it all means anything, but that's really my vision or, or my, my principle when it comes to, to leadership. Um, when, when I first started in the fitness industry, one of the my first bosses, his name was Dale Shada for uh, Brick Bodies. He, he, he sat me down one day and he said, you know, I'll never ask you to do anything that I won't do. And I would see him, you know, in his dress shirt and, and slacks and he'd be underneath the treadmills, you know, cleaning the, those things. So that stuff, and he'd be in, in the bathroom, you know, wiping the sinks down and things like that. So 17 years and it's still, it's still with me. It works. So, 
now that I am in a leadership role, it's it's the same thing. I, I lead from the front. I don't ask my my coaches or staff to do anything that I wouldn't do. Uh, the values that, that are important to me, um, empathy and compassion, um, tenacity, accountability, and you know authenticity or being being authentic. Uh, those right. are some that come to mind. And uh, in that leadership role, um, you know it. It's, it kind of plays in the hand from leading, you know, leading from the front. Just if I'm if I'm doing all those things, then that's kind of what I what I expect from from my coaches. Excellent. And obviously, it works well. Now you've got coaches on staff; they in turn service your clientele. You get good feedback from the clientele that your coaches are empathetic, charismatic. They communicate well. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, in developing your coaches, could you can you look back now, even two weeks or three weeks, and think to yourself, I'm ready, my business is ready, my coaches are ready for this coronavirus and we're handling it to the best we can. Or have you noticed any, like have you noticed maybe any holes or gaps that you're like, dang, I, we have to improve this right away? And you yeah. stand out. No, I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm quite happy with the way that we're, we're handling things. Um, it's just like, it's almost like we didn't miss a beat. Now I understand, you know, it's tough times and some, some members are, 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 are losing their jobs, but the overwhelming majority hasn't. And a lot of people are, you know, they're still paying memberships. Now we, as soon as I, I by the time I realized that this coronavirus was actually really going to be a problem, it was, it was almost too late. Um, it, I want to say that I, you know, downplayed it but i just didn't know if i was like believing the hype that this was actually going to be you know something and it was another week or so before we were shut down um and so did you guys choose to shut down before a mandate or were you mandated to shut down by your governance it was so i i practiced jujitsu and my my jujitsu school shut down i was thinking you know what maybe i'm all and another thing that's important to me is you you're either part of the problem or you're part of the solution and so um once once I had made my mind up that we should shut down, we were already, we were getting ordered to shut down. So it was kind of like right around the same time. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Now, from a community standpoint, how was your message received? Were your clients surprised? Were they supportive? Were they fearful? How did you kind of um, tangle with or deal with their, their mixed emotions? Um, of course, there was a, there was initial fear. Um, uh, but as far as the community goes, we're not going to focus on acquisition. You know, I'm not worried about that at all. What I want to what I want to focus on is is your members or, or your group. So what I did was I listed my members and I split them up among the six coaches. And Derek, these are your guys. Doug, these are your guys. Chris, and your guys, and so on and so forth. And you split so, them all out. What's that? You split all your clients out to your coaches. Okay. Split them all up. And just kind of, hey, but I, I don't have a, a, a script for you or anything like that. I just want you to continue to reach out to these guys once a week. Um, we're doing in-home workouts and we're, and we're doing it through our, our uh, software, which is Tribe. Uh, just make your comments in there. They're posting their workouts. If you notice that they're not posting workouts, check in with them, see what's going on. Um, and on social media and then in the Facebook commenting on everyone else is trying to encourage everyone to post to the group and just uh, stay, stay engaged. Um, right. Two weeks ago, we started doing 
Facebook Live classes. Um, we weren't doing that initially. I feel like they're part of our group again because we're all logging in at the same time. We're all awesome. you know, doing together for the most for the most part. So, in addition to yeah. digitally broadcasting your fitness component, are you guys layering in any element of social that's uh, different? So are you getting together for um, Friday nights to have a like a trivia night? Are you getting together for Sunday mornings to do uh, like, I don't know, I, I've heard so many different ideas and options. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we're doing a, well, Friday we did a virtual happy hour, just you know, a Zoom Zoom call and everyone awesome. logged in and, and we just you know, drank some beers and chit-chatted and I'm, I may have drank a little too much. I think I uh, <laughs> so I was so excited um, that I was hurting Saturday morning. So Oh, man. <laughs> but that was fun. My, uh, my members got to see me in a different light. Um, but and next Saturday we're doing we're actually doing a, it's a virtual partner. I don't know how this is gonna play out, but um, everyone's okay. you know getting partners ready and they're gonna be partners, but they're going to be doing it like you know Carrie, you're gonna do this this many reps and then Beth, you're gonna do this many. Reps. You yeah, know we're just cool. yeah throwing stuff up against the wall, see if it sticks. But that's another thing. Just don't be don't be scared. Just, you know, try things and, and, and awesome. It works it works with it. Have you dedicated any any part of your staff to reach out to those that may have fallen off, folks that are frozen or placed on hold? How are you um, handling the clients that have had to distance themselves from your gym? I I, I take that on my on, on my end. I'm okay. the one who's that's you. Yeah. So if they have to cancel or if they have to hold, um, I, I'm the one that they uh, reached out to, and I and I handle make sure everything is you know if there's anything we can do. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of take that on my on my own back. Have you had to have any hard conversations with any clients yet at all? Um, anybody struggling significantly? Anybody sick from your gym or ill? Anybody lose anybody in the family yet? Yeah, no, no, no one's had um, any, any nothing with uh, the virus hitting close to home or anything like that. No one that I know so far. Awesome, man. So I think the. The, the before, during, and after approach to this, everyone's after seems to be semi-ambiguous because we, we don't know. We don't know if this is going to be an April, May, June kind of a thing. Have you had the moment yet to put any energy towards thinking how you are going to uh, kind of accelerate out of this turn uh, and lay on the gas pedal and attack after? What would be your, say, top three things that you know you'll need to do when this is over any thoughts given towards that yet so we were we were actually doing we we're about to do a uh, big marketing campaign right before this thing hit i had it all set up ready to go so we're kind of like we just pressed the pause button on that and that's exactly what we plan to, to you know to do whenever the doors do open back up um all of our members that are on hold and, and um you know getting getting them back in here if they are able to get back in um so, right, because just because you might be able to open up doesn't mean that they've got their jobs back and then can fit it all back together again. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, but I would say like we we had this big push for um, you know a big marketing campaign and we were ready to go with that. So I set is that, up is that a recruitment campaign for a program or for a specific offering. Yeah, it was just uh, you know a six week um, foundations course. Um, I've run run them in the past and actually level methods really. Huge. I sit them down like. 
you know, it's kind of like a martial arts school. I'm, I'm going to hand you this belt, except for I don't know what belt you're going to get because, you know, right. we're, we're, we're going to assess you over the first couple of weeks and you're going to get a level and that you're going to know where you're at and the coach is going to know where you're at. It's going to be great. And, and um, so, yeah, we're going to do a six weeks foundations course and, and, and market heavy for that. There are, there are coaches out there that are struggling, gyms that are either on the brink of closing or very close to closing. Um, with all your wisdom and all your confidence and all of your capacity, if you were able to share something with them, um, do you have a message for any other coaches that are struggling right now? My, my biggest thing to anyone who's struggling would be to just stay authentic. Be yourself you can feed off your inspiration without you really even having to know what to say or what to do. Right. Just be right. Ready. You know, don't try to be something that you're not, not, um, I, that's, people can see right through that and smell the BS. Just do what you can, stay, try to stay positive. Um, I know it's scary. I'm scared too. Um, I'm not going to say the BS, uh, but I'm not going to, I'm not also going to, you know, be like I am with my kids and be Superman. <laughs> I'm not right. I'm scared. They, um, they know that it's, um, it's a, you know, a trying time. But I'm going to let them see my vulnerability and I'm going to stay authentic to who I am and, and come out on the other end and hope that it inspires them as well. Man, well, I appreciate that. It's, it is both sincere from the heart and it is truly an authentic message. I mean, there's so many folks that want to all of a sudden pop up and be macho and bravo, like high bravado. And you can tell it's a front and it's just not it's not going to run the test of time. And awesome. Well, thank you. I genuinely appreciate your insight. Um, and of course, everyone at your facility, if ever anybody needs any help, we always say, raise your hand, call, connect, ask questions. Um, and so uh, from the team at Push Press, uh, this is our next installment of In the Trenches. It's Damon Dukes, owner of Athletic Asylum. And thank you, man. I sincerely appreciate it. Thank you.